The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love. But our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom, is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Hello, and how are you doing? I Man, I love chatting with you guys. I just wanted you to know I look forward to these these little chit chats every day, even though it's one direction. And uh, if if you're not having a great day, if it's a little it's a little more boring of a day or humdrum, I want you to just get up, move around, do some push ups or, or a jumping jack. And if you do this in public, it'll be even better. I, there's often times where I'm feeling like kind of like sad or tired or just just don't feel that energy I need to feel. What I'll literally do is just drop down and do a couple push ups, and I'll get some really weird looks. I'll look up back at them. I'll smile, they'll smile, and <laughs> we're having a better day. So if you need a better day, get, do a little physical activity, get up and move in, because that's going to change your day. Now, I want to talk about something really fun. I had a dinner party last night, and a couple conversations I had really like reminded me of a few things I had learned but had forgotten the importance of. And I, I, first, just before I go into the conversation, I'm going to tell you about a story. So many of you know I served a mission for my church. And the if you don't know how that works, is basically you take these 19-year-old, 18-year-old kids and you send them across some they drop ship them into a random country, make them learn the language, and they're they they preach the gospel, right? Now there's it's not that crazy. Um sometimes it is, yes, but we all we, there is a structure to it. And the organization we work for, well, the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, but we don't really work for them. I guess we're not paid. Um, but it, the the organization is a mission, right? And as a, with a mission, there is a structure to a mission. A, at the top, I guess you'd say, is a mission president, and then and, and his wife, and they have, and there, there's probably some senior missionaries that help administratively, but he he's kind of the he is the leader, and then after that, you just have a bunch of. 19, 20, 22 year olds <laughs> that are helping run everything. And there's, you know, there's, there's leaders and, and managers, I guess you'd say, they're not really managing. Um, but you have this mission president and he's pretty, he's usually a, a seasoned individual that's, that's been around and knows kind of what they're doing. And, uh, for my mission, I came out towards the end of one mission president's tenure and towards the, the beginning of a new one. And so I literally had a year with two different ones. And before you get a new mission president, this, this new leader, there's like this buzz of excitement, right? Because there's something new. Someone's coming in. What's going to change? Who is this guy? What's his background, right? And so my first mission president was President Nemro. And the second one coming in was President Periton. Now, with President, we, we, we love President Nemro, like love him to death. And we still communicate every, like to this day. And this, this new mission president, we we're all kind of curious, like what's going to happen? What's going to change? You know, what, what's, what's going to look like? And we, well, so we did some research. We're like, who, who, what's his background? Right. And so like our parents would email us like, Oh, this is president Periton. And then the rumors would start circulating. Right. So president Periton was this New Zealand guy and he had worked for general motors for his whole career. And he had actually, 
he was actually one of the top executives. So he, I think at one point in his career, don't quote me on this. I think at one point in his career, he was VP of sales over all, or VP of GM, like vice president over all of Asia. Crazy. Like that is like General Motors is one of the largest companies in the world. And he's one of the top, top, top guys there. And he's coming to be our mission president. And we're like, oh, hardcore businessman. He's going to come here and he's just going to do his thing, right? And so we we had all these expectations. I did at least. And he came in and the, we had that first zone conference. And we're all kind of sitting there wondering like, what's going to happen? And nothing really happened. And we were kind of shocked. And we... Uh, we just kind of sat back and a week went by and nothing happened. Nothing changed. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. And I remember I was one of the, the zone leaders at that time. And we went to his house for a zone leaders conference, right? It's like, it's basically like the, the leadership of the mission. And he just asked us a bunch of questions and got our input on stuff. And that was it. And I'm just like, I, I, I was really taken aback because here's this, career businessman who has decades of experience and success, not just, I I shouldn't say experience is crap. Success is what matters. He had results, right? And he had like, he had helped purchase these billion dollar companies and turn them or million dollar company or whatever, and turn them around into these amazing, better things, you know? And I I thought he's going to come in here and do that same, you know, this business magic here. And then after like six to eight weeks, he finally started to, to say, okay, this is what we're, we're the direction we're going. This is what we're doing. And I thought that was really interesting. I took that a lesson as a lesson because, excuse me, what he did is he didn't come in and think my agenda is the best. He came in with like a, a very inquisitive mind and wanted to know everything he could about the mission, about the area, the people, where we were at, what we were doing. And then for, and then after he knew that, he didn't stop there. He got everybody else's input and buy-in and figure out what they wanted. And then he started to build a, a vision and a mission around that. And I was just like taking uh, my young 20, 21 year old self was just so amazed and so impressed with that, that this, some, this man who has all the reason in the world to say, this is what I want. This is what we're going to do. Didn't do that. And I thought, man, if I could be something like that, if I could run my life like that, I'd be way more successful than if I just knew exactly what I'm going to do and came in and did it, right? Ver- like, versus I'm going to work like a doctor. I'm going to work like a professional. I'm going to come in and know everything I need to know about this organization, the people, and then get their buy-in. And then after I have their buy-in and their participation, move forward with a vision. And that's so powerful. And now how does that relate to the conversation I had? So some people I'd never met, super nice people, great people. They ask, it was really interesting. I, I, following their language patterns, the first thing they did when I, we do the whole like, Hey, how are you? What do you do? Where are you from? You know? And I said, you know, I asked them a lot of questions and, you know, curious what they did. And then they, the question comes back to me and says, well, Cody, what do you do? And I said, well, I do solar sales, mostly sales coaching. And the first question out of the, the person I was talking with mouth, mouth and everybody else actually that was around was, does that even work? We don't even get enough sun here. Like, isn't that expensive? It was all very like speculative questions, very skeptical questions. And I remember back to my mission president and 
it like it really hit me in that moment is people that are really 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 successful especially people that are successful in leading organizations and being a leader not like you know a, a motivator and inspirer but also someone that hits the target you know that gets results is someone that doesn't think they know everything. And that's really that's really counterintuitive to what a lot of us think. A lot of us think, oh, that leader, they know everything. You know, they got they, you know, they they have a clear vision, they're strong-willed, all that stuff. Actually, that's actually not true most of the time. That 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 may be the appearance of things, but what actually is happening is is when that like if if that person was my mission president and I would have that conversation with him and I I'd say I'd never known him. I guarantee you, I 100% guarantee you this would have been his response. You know, I, I would ask what he's doing and he tells me, and then he would ask, Hey Cody, what do you do? And I would have said solar sales, you know, but mostly right now I do sales coaching. He would have said, well, can you explain more about that? How does the solar work? What's the advantage? What's the disadvantage? You know, instead of how does that even work is how does that work? There's a very subtle difference there in that language pattern, but one is speculative and one is inquisitive. And I've noticed that pattern among really high-performing people is they always choose inquisitiveness or, or curiosity over speculation and skepticism. And a lot of times we can think, oh, you know, it's it, you can't believe everything, you can't be gullible, but it, it's actually the people that are a little more gullible, but also like very an- analytical, I, I'm struggling for words here because like there's a lot of oxymorons, there's a lot of juxtapositions, but but to always ask the question in a curious or tell me more, help me learn, I'm the learner type of way gets you way farther in not only your own learning, but in also helping others recognize that you're really interested in what they're doing. And so this, this, this little trick, this little like shift in your mindset changes so many things. So what I want you to do this next week is watch your language patterns. Watch the conversations you have with people. Are you incredulous the first time you hear something new or are you curious? Are you incredulous or are you curious? And what you'll notice is as you're more curious, there's two things that are going to happen. The first thing that's going to happen is people are going to like you more. People are going to be like, oh, that's really interesting. That's that's really cool to watch. Like this person actually is interested in me and I feel loved and valued and understood and I'm going to be more loyal to this person. The second thing that's going to happen is you're going to learn more and you're going to experience like a deeper sense of knowledge that you didn't know because you're going to understand someone's perspective. You may not necessarily agree with the perspective and that's totally fine, but at least you understand the perspective and that's a way better way to start off in your own search for knowledge and excellence and also in your own search to help form strong relationships. And I'm going to admit, I'm going to be like totally honest. This is something I've really struggled with is I, I am that skeptic. I'm that critic. I was in academia and academia always teaches you to be skeptical instead of just inquisitive or in most circles do. And so, some people will probably deny that, but there, there is a strong degree of skepticism in academia and it's taken me a long time to try to shut that off, to just stop the skepticism and, and look at the curiosity. All right. So try that this week. Let me know how it goes. It, it, it's going to, I know, like, I know how it's going to go. Cause I've, I've seen this in my life. I've seen it in others' lives. 
as you churn, if you ch- as you change your incredulousness to curiosity, your skepticism to like belief and inquisitiveness, like it's gonna it's gonna change your life. It's gonna help. It's a little little thing. Instead of saying how is that even possible, is how is that possible? I'll leave it at that. Try it. Let me know how it works. If you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe. Also, leave a comment. That way I know you're loving it or hating it. Either way, it's better than silence. Love you guys. Have a great week.